Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this episode, not anticipated, maybe for some, but some information that I felt necessary to share. As I have said, all oh, this episode is about the object I use to imprison dark spirits because a ring. Now we'll get to the history of the ring and what it is and stuff like that, or the replica of in the episode, right? Well, this is kind of interesting because even though it's not like Isaac's abilities, but it's part of your abilities. It's a major key component to your abilities. Yes. Um. So anybody listening, because I know some people don't like to hear us talk about abilities, even though we talk about because that's what we experience every day. So anybody listening right now that's kind of listening to the intro, it's about abilities kind of. So well, a lot of correlation from past memories of my childhood mm-hmm. and dreams I've had as a kid. That somehow I didn't think about as much until I started getting my ability, which it is now. Now, mm-hmm. I went in major detail in Shadow Walker Part 1 and 2, talking about my ability, how it works, and stuff like that. Small summary, I can pull energy of the dead into me through my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, left hand energy would be people, normal mm-hmm. people, good spirits, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right hand energy is darkness, demons, dark energy, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original days of me first starting to do this ability, I would pull said energy into myself and filter it. How I filter it? I couldn't answer you that question. I had, I had, that was my only conclusion to the sensation I felt after I pulled something and, uh, an hour, two hours, days later, depending on the strength and how much energy I pulled, uh, it would filter. And the sensation felt like a chill running up my spine. Uh, and then how it, the energy would leave me neutrally was almost like a breath like out of me. Um, <laughs> you can say somehow correlated to the green mile, except there wasn't black moss flying out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, but that started taking a toll. It became dangerous because some things I pulled wouldn't get filtered and it would try to hide in my vessel. Mm, yeah. Um, that happened with a hag we tried to get rid of and which yeah. I remember we did on a scary story episode, but. Uh, Mike, our mm-hmm. shaman of our team, mm-hmm. had a vision or a dream of the King Solomon symbol, mm-hmm. which Mike drew, not mm-hmm. knowing what the symbol was per se beforehand. Yeah. Um, the previous team we had a Jewish member on the team who uh who uh what's the word uh had the pre knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. So when he saw the symbol, he automatically associated with King Solomon. Mm-hmm. Um, King Solomon, a mm-hmm. uh, small history on him was, uh, I forget what century he was king, but, uh, it was a long time ago, yeah. needless to say, but Christianity, Judaism, and Islam all recognize him as a king of their shared religion, right? Um, even though his faith was more Christian Jewish based, mm-hmm. but there's stories about him in all three faiths. Yeah. So, uh, the story of his ring is uh, King Solomon's ring. Uh, the signet seal that was in, uh, put on it. Let me say this before I say that. Okay. So, get ahead of myself. King Solomon asked God for, or God bestowed one gift upon King Solomon. King Solomon said, I want knowledge, mm-hmm. wisdom. You know, that, that's why they call him King Solomon the Wise. Mm-hmm. Um. But God gave him a tool mm-hmm. or weapon, however you look at it, 
made by God, supposedly, uh, made out of brass and iron, right? Mm-hmm. With a steel stamped on it that could allow the wearer to imprison demons. Yeah. So it was a magic ring, essentially. Mm-hmm. Given to him, supposedly, uh, this is depending on which uh, version you read, it's either by Gabriel or Michael. Arch- Archangel Gabriel or Michael brought the ring to King Solomon. Um, it said, use this, blah, blah, blah. So with that knowledge, which was, is now the Lesser Keys of Solomon, that book that you can read, he used the ring to imprison 70 demons, mm-hmm. uh, which he used later to help build his temple. Now, depending on which faith, like I said, Judaism and Christianity say demons. Islam says jinns, which we saw as genies, that he used in prison. Now, one of the, I don't know was a previously imprisoned demon, but a demon per se, when King Solomon took off the ring to mm-hmm. bathe in the river or something like that, uh, a demon, his name was Amadeus, I think. Whether that was actually demon's name or not, it could have been a story told about an evil man and later on was portrayed as a demon. Who knows? But was able to shapeshift, and this is what people think is a djinn, and take the ring and basically tell everyone he is King Solomon for 40 days before the demon, I guess, tired of the power or ability or whatever and threw the ring into the ocean, which a fish ate it, and the fish was caught by a fisherman, and that fisherman brought that fish to King Solomon, and King Solomon opened up to eat it, and there's a ring. What? <laughs> Whether you believe that or not, I don't know. Anyway, that's the small history of King Solomon's ring. Apparently, the ring could also allow uh, the wearer to talk to animals. Interesting. Yeah. I'd, yeah. That's the history of that, the ring and the symbol. Mm-hmm. Now, my ring is a replica of King Solomon's ring. Mm-hmm. And it has the same seal stamped into it. Now, this ring is made of steel and silver, so it's not iron and brass, but steel and silver, uh, with the same symbol stamped into it. Um, and the reason why I got it in the first place is because Mike had a dream of that symbol. Mm-hmm. And my original thought, after seeing that symbol, learning the history about it, why Mike was having it in the first mm-hmm. place, gave me the idea if I can pull said energy into myself, could I command it into an object? I'm not essentially creating a haunted object, but that energy I pull and put it into an object, King Solomon's Ring. Mm-hmm. And what better object to imprison dark entities than the original object that entraps 70 demons, supposedly? Mm-hmm. So that was my idea. Did I have 100% faith that it would work? No. I was questionable about it myself, but I would at least try. Yeah. So my first few pulls, I used, because I was always told my throat chakra is very strong. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought maybe I had the ability to command. Mm-hmm. So I said, with one of my first pulls with the ring on, as I held the energy in my hand, I said, into the ring. Mm-hmm. And I would grip, like make a fist like I'm crushing the energy, but pushing it into the ring. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel it filter like I usually did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. A few more times of doing that, because uh, stuff coming to our house is not in short supply. Yeah. Um, I finally asked you, what do you hear from it? Mm-hmm. And you said? The way I saw it, and this is an important thing to understand, is in psychic, and stuff with psychics in general, 
everybody has a different way of interpreting what something is, right? Like I might see it one way, another psychic might see it another. The overall big picture is the same. Well, yeah, because I'm going to talk about how Mike, what he's yeah, saw, but later, exactly. you first. Um, so, uh, so what I see might be different from Mike, but the overall, or even what you see when you go into the ring, but hey, it's hey. foreshadowing spoilers over there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so I just want, basically what I'm trying to say is that everyone kind of sees it different, but overall the same big picture, mm. but how I see it is a, almost like an interrogation room. Right. But like a holding cell, like I can't think of the mo- movie specifically that this they they use in so many like crime movies. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? That all gla- it almost looked like a, honestly like a snow globe and inside of a snow globe. It was a room, a glass room. <gasps> Got it. You know, in the you wouldn't know because you haven't watched this. But if you watch a sh- TV show, you where he keeps like the victims and stuff like that, it's like a serial killer thing. I know. Oh. I've heard that. Yeah. Previous four. I yeah. didn't know that was that plot. glass. <laughs> that, that glass thing that they, he keeps like the victims in or people waiting, whatever, whatever. Mm. Um, it looked like that, but inside a snow globe. Um, and Did you say that the Stark entities flying around there look like yeah. mentors. Yeah. And that was before, like, I don't know if it's changed because that was when you first started using it. So I don't know if, like, the more it, energies and entities that get put in there if it changed changed maybe i don't know um but it was very like there was light shining in so it was like you could totally see and that's the thing with dark entities is they want to be hidden they don't want you to see what they're what they look like but it's like it there's light shining in if that makes sense like really bright fluorescent lights and um obviously they're not happy um very upset um there was like dark like dementor looking things there are things that look like gargoyles there are things that look like a typical what you would just like imagine demonic things to look like um dark shadows like not even really just like masses and stuff like that that's what i got um and obviously they are cussing some of it's latin some of them get pissed yeah um now excuse me it's been about a year now that I've been doing this with this ring. Every entity that I have pulled in the last year, well, not almost a year and a half, be correct, um, is in this ring. And I have lost count of how many. And from the time, I, I guess, um, so much so that I needed to know how many. Well, at least not how many, but what it looked like. Um like I talked about in the Shadow Walker episode part two, that I also gain now an ability to look into people's mind force. Essentially, yeah. I take your hand. I can go inside your mind force. Everybody's mind force is different from the foliage, from how many trees, from how they dense they are, time of day, even the color of the moon. All yeah. variations from different people and what's in them as well. So I thought the same idea could be used on the ring. Mm-hmm. Could I go into the ring and look like how I would look into the mind force? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can. And what it sounds like, uh, the best description I can give to somebody in my interpretation, I know it's different from yours. Yeah. Um, uh, Slipknot's 515. Now I got to listen to that because you've never told me that. It's an intro to the Iowa album. If anyone knows exactly a song, they're going to go, what the fuck? (laughs) And if you haven't, go listen to it. 
we'll pause the episode, go to the store, they come back. Anyway, um, that's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. But time's probably 20. Yeah. Um, what it looks like in there, mm-hmm. now it's a forest. Like mm-hmm. every place I go, it's a forest. But this forest is like after a nuclear blast. All the trees are dead and black burnt, right? The ground is just ash everywhere. The sky is gray and ash covered. There, It's light, but you can't see the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Everything in there is like black shadows, all in different shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some portraying demons. Some look just like black mat- black masses. Some very small human shadow figure shaped things. But they're all angry. They're all pissed. They're all yelling. They're all swearing. Um, and while in there, I have to speak in my higher self and use that voice while I'm in there. Otherwise, they can bum rush yeah. me. Essentially, like imagine stepping into a prison. You're the warden. There's no guards around, and they're going to go after you. You got to have some kind of voice, essentially, to push them back for yeah. authority. Um, whoever is recently put into the ring is the closest to the door. So if I go into the ring and look into the into there, I can see who was just recently put. Mm-hmm. And you can even ask why. Why? Uh, sometimes they give me answers. Sometimes they're assholes about it. They're just pissed to be in there. Yeah. Now, the whole reason I use this instead of that, like I said, it was get taking a toll on me <laughs> to filter this energy. So that's why I use the ring. Now the ring has gotten to a point where I can't even wear it because it causes me physical pain to do so. Uh, I wear it on my pinky finger because that's the only finger I don't use much when I'm, I guess, using my hands. Yeah. Um, not to be fancy and you know, hey, look at my pinky ring. Hang oh on. my god. <laughs> um, and the toll that it was taking is becoming more physical. Like I starting to have gray hair on my right side of my face and my beard. Yeah. Um, who knows what my hair looks like yet, but um. But yeah, in my my right side of my face and my beard, I start having my right side of the top of my mustache is turning gray. I have gray spots inside my right that, beard. All on my right side of my and face. And that's crazy that you say that because if you remember correctly, when you were in the filtering stage, when you would filter it out, mm-hmm. right? I kept telling you, hey, I don't know if I like this. Is this 100% safe? Um, or like you got to do something else because I keep seeing like it's going to age you. And that's kind of crazy. Like, remember, I even told Mike, yeah. like, hey, I think this is going to age Isaac. I think you got to find some other some other way. And because I said, you know, like, we haven't gone. We've gone to these locations and it's just little, not little stuff. It's still dark, but it's like nothing like like a possession case. It's not like the big bad ones yet. So, um I remember telling Mike that, and that's crazy that you got the gray, because what is that a sign of normally? Age. Age. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? <clears throat> gray in your beard. Yes, gray in your beard. Um, but that's the whole reason I used the ring in the first place is to create a prison that they can't escape from. And that's the thing. Someone would ask, oh, you're creating a haunted object that's extremely dangerous. Won't they escape? No. They can't. Uh... They have tried numerous times to persuade you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to allow, to release them. Because um, apparently they, they keep calling you a witch. I hate when they, like, this is so weird. No, like, I'll walk past and obviously sometimes I'm tuning in, sometimes I'm not. Not to the ring, but just tuning in around me. 
And I remember there was this one time. It's kind of funny. I laugh about it, but it's like, seriously, it's not something to laugh well, about. someone outside of us would not find it funny. Yeah, yeah. but they'd be like, what the what? But uh, I guess both of us who have to deal with this stuff on a regular basis kind of. But. Um, <clears throat> All right. Yeah. All sorry. Right. <clears throat> Choking situation. Um, but I walked past. It was like just to get the car key because he keeps it wrapped in hematite so nothing can yeah um so well it's it's hematite surrounded by onyx next to a piece of tourmaline yeah with another piece of hematite on the other side so yeah it's pretty layered in buried yeah um but so i went to like get something from the area that it's in and um all of a sudden I hear, like, I hear something. So I start tuning in because I'm like, okay, well, I hear something, right? So I listen in and I hear, hey, 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 right? Like, literally, it sounds like, hey, hey. And I was like, pardon? Like, hello? Like, <laughs> where are you coming from? And then <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, So I'm like, okay, well, who is that? Like, who who are you talking like? like creepy like that so um i noticed i was in the looking in the direction of the ring and just for this was like quick too it was like hey 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 let me out let me out right i don't I, see i don't even know how i'm doing that anyways <laughs> but it's like let me out let me out let me out and it uh and, and it looked like i got an image real quick it looked like the vampire from salem's lot if anybody's seen that go look it up because that's what the guy looked like and i was like no, I'm not letting you out. You guys have to stay here. And then I kind of like shut off like the connection. And before I could shut it off, I was like, I could hear him go like, yeah. And then, <laughs> it's not funny because that thing could have, <clears throat> I think probably is something like darker, like demonic. But yeah, so I can kind of hear things from the ring sometimes. And that's why I started carrying it with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Now I would wear it more. Like I said, it causes me physical pain to wear it on my on, on my, my pinky finger. <clears throat> um, so I only wear it for so long before it starts becoming a burden. Yeah. Um, I do have a planning feature to possibly getting a tattoo to on my finger to kind of create a layer of protection, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um, but no, I start the the whole purpose of the ring is to have a place where I can put all these entities. Yeah. The ones that I pull. <clears throat> Because what I learned with the filtering process is that the energy that I put back neutrally allows that dark entity to come back to where it was. Yeah. It allows it to rebuild its energy and come back to that place. And you don't think that entity is going to be pissed. Yes. So I that's the secondary idea came from is creating a form of a prison Yeah. to keep them. If I can't yeah. get rid of them or destroy them, I will keep them in one specific mm-hmm. place. Uh, like I said, I've lost count of how many things are in there. I know for sure at least two demons are in mm-hmm. there. Um, and probably more, but not to my knowledge. Yeah. Like I said, I know for sure two. There probably is more, but <clears throat> I don't know. I couldn't yeah. be 100% sure. They do not disclose information. Mm-hmm. And I think, and this is something that I specifically wanted to say, especially with this episode, and me kind of being on here just to kind of so I know he's done them by himself in the past, but kind of give my perspective as someone that has abilities that's outside of what Isaac can do. Um, 
And one of the things I want to say, because I know somebody, some questions that might arise from people listening is um, questions about when we say clearing and when we say him taking entities. Because I think some people might think that we mean like entities that are good, that are just stuck here. And that's not the case. And when he says clearing, that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean like taking everything from a haunted location. I think some people kind of think that when we mention that. But what Isaac does basically is he takes any dark energy that is there that is causing malicious or bad intent. So anything demonic that is causing people pain, suffering, um, you know, screw free will of a of a person and is just doing things out of balance in a sense because i'll tell you a good example when we went to the web library there is dark energy there was a portal there was um energies that didn't want to cross and there was energies that wanted to cross so how we went about it was isaac took the dark because the dark was bullying the light and was bullying the actual living people that were in um the the hotel library library um and like i said some of the spirits wanted to cross at the end of pulling all their dark stuff and a lot of times when you pull the dark stuff because there's nothing intimidating or shutting up the light spirits they come forward so at the beginning of the location or at the beginning of the investigation isaac basically would pull the dark and then the light would come forward not unfortunately, but sometimes there's energies or entities that are light that don't want to cross. They're not either not ready or they don't want to leave the location. And at that location, there was a couple energies that didn't want to didn't want to cross over, but there were some that did. And for me as a psychic, the ones that want to cross, I want to help them cross because that's what they want to do. That's their free will even into the afterlife. So we help the light ones cross and the ones that wanted to stay, stayed. Again, free will on their part. But it doesn't mean that a, a place automatically stops being haunted. If I mean, if a person wants it to stop being haunted, then, I mean, if it's their home and it's their request, we would find a way to help that, you know, happen. But just so people don't think, like, he's imprisoning light spirits, too. Mm-hmm. I know he sometimes says entities or or stuff like that, but it's the dark ones. The dark ones that will scratch you, that will possess somebody to make them walk upside upside down on a wall the ones that would cause harm to people living and dead so yeah i just wanted to put that out there because i think some people were like oh you know i don't think that's right because you're imprisoning entities but it's the dark ones the dark ones like i said that would cause scratches to you that would cause harm to psychics investigators that kind of thing Anything that charges my right hand. Yeah. And I don't choose or dictate what charges my right hand. It's just whatever happens. Like I said, there's still a lot of questions to my ability, how it works mm-hmm. and rules and the parameters and all that. There's a lot of things. All I know is if it charges my right hand, if I feel the energy in my right hand, I'm pulling it, taking it, and imprisoning it. Yeah. And that's every single time that I come across anything. I don't feel something in my left hand or like oh i want to take it so let's push it over to the right Mm-mm. no it doesn't work like that i can only feel one or the other and if it is one or the other then that it is mm-hmm. one or the mm-hmm. other and that helps us on investigations a lot because we're not worried about getting bombarded by dark stuff 
which can happen and get psychic attacked, psychically attacked and everything else. So we can't use our ability to our fullest potential because we're worried about demon Bob over there, you know? Um, Would that be just a name for a demon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it allows us, the other psychics that, you know, are wanting to communicate and help people if they need a crossover. Because I feel like, you know, with with my abilities, that's one thing that, you know, gives me a lot of pride with my abilities is helping people that are stuck here that want to cross over. Sometimes with people, it's just being able to communicate and say their story and, you know, getting that out there, not feeling anger anymore or rage or shame or guilt, whatever they felt when they died that kept them here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um and sometimes at the wrong place and wrong time where something dark just keeps them trapped. So. Which has a whole other theory of hauntings, which <clears throat> we talked about a couple of times before. Yeah. But back to the matter at hand. Um, I remember when I brought the ring to Mike. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike, another powerful psychic. He said it sounded like a prison. Mm -hmm. A lot of yelling voices at once. Yeah. Right. Crowded, yelling all at one time. It's like, rah, 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 rah. you couldn't really make a sense of one or the other. But. In theory, my theories, when it comes to the ring, mm -hmm. um, if I need, Mike was, I asked him, um, and this is before I remember something for a theory, I asked him, because uh, originally his, his opinion on the whole ring about sharing the information on it, uh, it was he was uh, concerned mm -hmm. because this is now considerably, I mean, there's a lot of haunted objects out there in the world. Mm-hmm. But this is one now from the amount of dark energy that I've put in there. You think about the Dibbit box. You think mm -hmm. about Annabelle. You think about any haunted object you've heard in history. Mm -hmm. um, there's only about one to two entities in said objects. Mm -hmm. I have lost count of how many things are in this ring. I can tell you well over 100. Yeah. Two, almost, sorry, almost two years. A year and a half of investigations. And the amount of stuff that I've come across, not just at, at our home, but anywhere we go. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I I can't I can't count how many times I put something in here. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> was concerning on my part of me sharing this information right now. Even it's the wrong person hears about it. I could want to steal it. Yeah. And release if they could even release. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Right, because this feels like a one-way entry and no way out. Well, that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I just kind of got. And I got to look up more on the Solomon thing. Solomon Seal. Yeah. Yeah. But is it more of a sigil? Or like, you know, like how you have ruins to kind of like keep things in? The story with the Solomon Seal is that he was allowed to imprison them, but he also could command them out of it to work and build his temple. So said entities with King Solomon's ring could leave. Yeah. Uh, mine can't, mm -hmm. nor would I ever use it to do so. That I think it was. Uh, here's another weird wild theory. Uh -huh. <laughs> what if King Solomon could do what I do? Yeah. What if he could pull the energy in, in the prison the way I do? Well, I think, and that's one thing I wanted to also share is, you know, when you hear about it, some people are like, "Whoa, that's you know, really out there, really outside of the box," yeah. you know. And it's one of those things. Hopefully, when we start recording our investigations, because we're going to start those again. You guys can see it firsthand, but without being there, it's hard to see what you're doing. Yeah. Let's see what the EMF detector next to my hand when I do a pull. That's yeah. the only physical evidence I can give you. 
we're going to see. I'm, I'm, there's some experiments I kind of want to try when we're out there to see if we can kind of get like evidence to kind of show your ability. Because it's hard to even like the only thing with psychics that you can prove is that stuff aligns with stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. So like if you say you're sensing someone named Annie and, you know, Annie comes up on the spirit box or you find history linking an Annie yeah. there, you know. So hopefully with recording, you know, you guys can kind of see his ability. But I think there's more in the world that have your ability or even energy manipulation abilities, which is, you know, EMAs, which yeah, is what you're you talking have. about before. Um, I know some psychics have some kind of there's some gifts that are similar, but not exactly the same. So um, but I do think there's more people out there, but either a. They haven't tried it because they think it's so outside of the box or B, they don't really tell people they keep it to themselves and they don't really know how to kind of go about it. So, yeah. Now, with Mike's reasoning or original fears that someone could take it and do something with it, uh, I think he's kind of put that aside. Yeah. Reason <clears throat> being is that any thing that is sent to us. Mm hmm. Right, I say sent because sometimes it, it sometimes they're sent, sometimes they come on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, everything that's sent to us, and I, I like I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't say this to mean be cocky or arrogant, but nothing has been able to stop me. Yeah, everything has come that I've felt with my right hand and pulled has not escaped or able to break away and basically stop me. Uh, nothing would <laughs> so far. Yeah, so. Uh, that's what his original fears were about, but now not so much. That's why I wear it on me at all times now to prevent for anyone from a chance to steal it. Because I remember the original time we thought about making a wooden box with different seals and protective stuffs on it. So it kind of like creates like a Faraday box for them, for, yeah. oh, sorry, for them, for the ring. So essentially the original thought was that uh, <laughs> I could have it in a box and a sidekick would go, oh, what's that? It looks so cute. And then open it like, oh my fucking God, what is yeah, that? Yeah. Um, that was the original thing, but... Finding someone to actually build it, I don't know. Yeah. It's and I would say it's pointless now, but it could be something in the future. But yeah. not not a priority right now. Anyway, so like I said, could lead in the wrong hands, yada yada. So yeah. why talk about it? I need people to know, amongst other things, that one, how my ability works, which the whole Shadow Walker series is on, and two, everything that I pull now is not going anywhere. And it is entrapped in prison in an object. Yeah. A ring. King Solomon's ring, to be specific, or a replica version of it. Imagine if I had the actual ring. Who fucking... Yeah. Um, but those for specific reasons, I need people to understand that we have taken precautions. We have yeah. know what we're doing when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. Because if I created this haunted object and these things were allowed to leave at any time, we would be in a hell of a amount of trouble. Yeah. Especially for all this, all the stuff. Like I said, lost count. Yeah. And the stuff would definitely come after you because yeah. who the hell do you think you are? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially that. Especially those couple of demons for sure. So nothing is escaping. Nothing is leaving. And nothing will ever leave. I might have to pass this ring down to one of my children in the future yeah. um, as something that they will in turn use as well. Yeah. And, and also, I don't touch the ring. What? So I don't touch the ring. No, you're there. afraid to. <laughs> it's not afraid. It's, I know my boundaries. 
And if it can call out to me already and try and get me to release it, which I won't, I know I could just, I, yeah, Mm-mm, I'm good. <laughs> I just don't want to, you know. Now, funny enough, Mike also has a problem with holding it as well. Yeah. He can't hold it for more couple of seconds because he, it's, it gets too loud and he feels like they start channeling him. Yeah. And that's, that's not. So that, yeah. but I think that's why maybe too, like you don't have, um, I know some, some, Psychics have said, well, maybe down the line you'll get more psychic type stuff. But I think that's why you're, it almost mutes you and doesn't give you like the full, not weaknesses of a psychic, but like how a, like it, you can get channeled, you know, even a psychic can get like mildly oppressed, possessed. You know what I mean? If they channel wrong. So I think that's why you don't have like your abilities are different than a typical psychic. You know what I mean? Yeah, because all I can do is, and well, and not essentially all I can do is with my hands. I had to physically touch something, mm-hmm. or I had to physically, not physically feel it, but I have to feel it in my hands, or like say, look in someone's mind for us. I have to physically touch them. Yeah, a psychic can easily go in and see things without even having to yeah. do it from a distance. So I think you have maybe they limit your channeling ability. Mm. So because of that, and so yeah, yeah. One of my theories around the ring. Because um, I made a joke to Mike one time is that uh, the amount of stuff I put in there, you think it would get full. Mm-hmm. I might have to make another or buy another ring and start filling that one up as well. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Now, this has to go in a little bit science-y. Mm-hmm. I played around with the idea that the ring itself is a pocket dimension that I created when I did the first pull and push into. It created a endless pocket dimension for these things that be imprisoned in. That they can't escape from. Hence why they can't escape. Right? You following me? Or are you getting yeah. lost? No, I got it. <laughs> um, that was one of my original theories because it's like it's endless in there. Um, and yeah, how do you keep putting stuff, so much stuff into one object and it not technically get full, but at least not these things don't, or can't escape from? And you can't escape from someplace that is not here. Right? So whoever is closest to, let's say, the door, you can hear. Or if you put your channel up into said dimension, you hear all of them, like Mike. Mm-hmm. Which that, which is my, I was like, it's a plausible theory, right? Pocket dimension in the ring. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a place bigger, but it is a place like, well, granted, the ring is the size of any class ring. But that was a uh, plausible theory. Now, here's something that's really a cooking noodle. And a lot of people thought about it. I'm not saying a lot of people have thought about it, but here's something that's going to really make you think and question is the ring the symbol on the ring the reason why it's these uh entities are in prison power of the symbol or is it me your intent my intent to imprison uh could it have been any ring and the same solution would have happened or is it the seal that's preventing them from leaving you keep saying seal but for me i keep hearing sigil like it's like it's kind of the same but kind of uh, but i feel like i don't know I don't know. Maybe your intent with the intent of the sigil? I sigil. Seal? Now, like I said, the only reason, or that I told you, is the only reason that we've used this the symbol in the first place. Why we even went to it. I even got the whole ring. It's because Mike had a dream about it. Yeah. That was it. If he had a dream about any other symbol, just a seal or something like that, I probably would have used that instead. Yeah. It was that specific symbol, King Solomon's symbol. That I, I chose for that specific reason and have been using it since then. Granted, my faith has changed since then, so it's not faith-based or anything like that. But 
it's yeah i keep thinking about that is it the ring the symbol or is it because of me until i push the energy into another object i won't know for sure but i kind of don't want to do that yeah for that question is it the symbol or is it me without having a proper Mm -hmm. answer i don't want to test it yeah i wouldn't yeah (laughs) so um thing that kind of Wraps us up here. Yeah. Why do you seem excited to end it? No, because <laughs> you guys can't hear it because we're going to be editing it out. But I was having another coughing fit to the point where I had to put protection symbols on myself. Because I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I have literally not coughed the last two days. And we get on here and you can even ask Isaac. Like, it's like a coughing fit. It's like somebody... And I got, I got like a image of a weight and I don't know what that's supposed to mean. So yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a physical person that's listening to the podcast, doesn't like what we're talking about. And it's like, they're like, shut up about, stop talking about this. Um, or if it's more spiritual based and something doesn't want us talking about this. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I have literally a protection symbol on my mic. Because, so I don't know. Um, and I know the more people that listen to the podcast, the more protection has to be put towards the podcast, if that makes any sense. I have my lessons with that. I'm now not... you're going to scare people in listening. No, it has nothing, no, <laughs> it has nothing to do with listening. It has stuff with us because obviously some people don't want you talking about this stuff. Some people don't want some, I don't know, like, it sounds weird to say it sounds so weird but like some entities don't want you again everything more so in the dark that i found doesn't want doesn't want things out there doesn't want anything in the light they want to stay hidden because then how they attack or how they hit back is unknown that's why kind of like with i noticed with us with dark stuff especially with you know um Barry's case and Mariah's case as soon as I see the thing it's kind of like end game and if I could show you what it looks like from pictures and stuff like that it's end game because then you see it and you can put your intent and you can go after it whereas before you actually see uh, one of us the psychics actually see it it's kind of hard because like you're looking in the dark for something but then if you see it you're like aha found you mother trucker you know you get what I'm yes. Saying? yes yeah yeah yeah, so I think that yeah, ties it all up. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing next week? So um, next week, I'm excited about this because I want to dig more into it because I thought it was interesting. Saw it on a TikTok video. That's normally how a lot of our episodes start. Now anyway. Yeah, <laughs> found it on a TikTok video. Um, but we are going to be talking about Dudley Town. I keep wanting to say Dudleyville. I don't know why. But... The Dudley Boys? Straight I don't Dudleyville. Know. Really? Maybe that's why. It's a subconscious thing. Um, But Dudley Town in Connecticut. Apparently, it's a ghost town now. They don't allow people in it anymore, but apparently it is creepy AF. Creepy. One of those famous ghost towns that have been closed off to the public and all circumstances. Not because of, um, I forget that mining town that Silent Hill was based off of, where the fires are burning still underneath it. Not because of the, like, condemned reasons like it's dangerous to go there yeah it's just it's uh dudley town is like a, a ghost town essentially with a failed town apparently has so many curses on it or something mm-hmm. um and it's extremely dangerous haunted wise that even the warrens told people not to go there 
Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the things is it's completely silent. There's no birds, no bugs. And it's it's apparently like it has an influence on phones, cameras not working, um, stuff like that. So there's some creepy stuff. Um, there's talks, talks of like demonic creatures in the woods, weird creatures, possible portal that they're protecting, government stuff. Well, yes. Um, look forward to that episode next week. All our August episodes are going to be pretty bomb. Just yes. saying. And it's just going to get more weirder. Yeah. And we might even dip into the conspiracy circle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just get our idea and theories surrounding those ideas. Anyway. Yeah. But, so, as always, guys, you can catch our social media at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Shadows 6 on Twitter, Hidden in the Podcast 2 on TikTok, or links to all our social media and always a list to us at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. But, yeah. So, as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yep.